Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. And I have been recently topping my pizza with salad. So even getting pre-chopped iceberg and then like cut up a little tomato and put a little red wine vinegar, good olive oil, and then pile that on top of your pizza and eat it like that. It's delicious too. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Summer is here, like officially this week on Wednesday, Woo-hoo. and we want to eat delicious dinners, but we also don't want to cook those dinners. Womp, womp. <laughs> So today we're sharing a bunch of minimal ingredient dinners that use summer produce and taste delicious. Okay, so should we set some expectations about this? Yes. Minimal ingredients, and are we also only talking about the main entree? I think it should be like a protein and a vegetable. And so you're saying bread. within five <laughs> <laughs> with the five ingredients, like that's dinner. Okay, because like spoiler yeah. alert, like pretzel chicken was something that I was like, oh, that's a good one. But pretzel chicken on a plate is not dinner. No. So then that won't qualify. But maybe because I think we have to talk about like what are the ingredients? Like if you can count, if we can count some pantry staples as like not towards your total count. Yes. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, that plus arugula. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the ground rules. Okay. I think the things that count are like basic pantry staples like salt, pepper. The things that don't count, you mean? Don't count. Correct. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. Salt, pepper, olive oil, butter. Yeah. Flour. Flour. Okay. Um, Because I am who I am, I want some sweeteners like brown sugar and maple syrup. Yep. And then I think, like, I'm open to not counting dried herbs and spices because I think we can make general suggestions. And then if, like, you don't have the specific spice we're calling for, you can probably swap it out for something else. But then things like mayo, mustard, ketchup, which you probably have on hand, but that's an ingredient. We're counting that. Okay, yeah. Fresh garlic. We're counting that. Okay. Are we? I'm asking. I don't know. I feel like (laughs) 
I yes, feel like we should. Probably. And then I give us permission to break the rules as we go along. Okay. And also, like, it's six ingredients. No one's going to give us a fine, right? We have permission <laughs> slip. This is our own show. We gave it to ourselves. Five to seven ingredients. <laughs> I just, just want to be real with people. I get scared about the, <laughs> about the emails. Okay. 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 So I like this. You do. You, will you articulate, because you do such a good job of this, the tension that is summer cooking and like it's exciting yeah but it's harder in some ways totally i am finally entering a season where it feels easier and you know what it almost completely has to do with the fact that my kids aren't tied to a time to eat like they're just older you know what i mean like part of it for me was that there was always most of childhood right? It's like they get hungry at a certain time and then you're having to navigate, do I give them a snack now if I want to eat dinner a little bit later or will that spoil their appetite? And don't get me wrong, it still happens. And it really, really bugs me when like we're going to eat at 7.30 or 8 or even 8.30 and like at 6.30 or 7, they're chowing down on snacks. It will change their appetite. They will eat more snacky things than nutritionally dense things. And I find that frustrating, but way less so. I'm way less invested. It's way less emotionally triggering for me. And also, they're up much later. Mm-hmm. So if they get hungry again at 10, I'm like, well, finish your chicken. <laughs> it's there. And then you can go get Doritos or whatever. So it just feels like it works out easier because for me, the thing about summer cooking is that as much as I like it, I also like hanging out. <laughs> And I want to not feel like I'm as tied to a schedule. That's part of what's relaxing for me. And so to be like, oh, I got to rush and get up and like make sure that dinner is ready and on the table by 630 or 7, that part was a little bit stressful. And I think it's something, it's a season that a lot of people are still in. Yeah. Because it just, it's just starting to fade for me. You know, my kids are 8 and 11, and I do feel like there is some relaxation around dinner times and bedtimes in the summer. Yeah. But that's also, like, comes with a huge amount of privilege. Like, I don't have to get them up every week to go to summer camp at a decent time. So I have that. I can let them stay up later. We can have dinner at, like, 8 o'clock instead of 6.30. Um, And I think there's this other wonderful thing about summer cooking that isn't true of any other season, which is like lots more raw vegetables as a vegetable side. I'm like, oh, sliced tomatoes with some like chives and olive oil and flaky salt. That is our veggie side tonight. So and actually it feels more elevated. And I say that for us because, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, steamed broccoli again. And you feel like you're doing it just to appease the kids. But actually, you know, (laughs) you pay pay good money for a sliced (laughs) tomato, a sliced peak summer tomato at a restaurant. It feels exciting for us to eat. It feels simpler. You need fewer ingredients to make it work. It's just the best. Yes. So I think this episode is is really both for the people who are at home, like you and I are, and like we we have work during the day, but we also have a lot of flexibility and like we can push dinner time later as much as it is for the parents who are, they're still doing their like nine to five yep. gig and they need to like pick kids up from summer camp and come home. But they also want to like 
enjoy going on an evening walk because the weather's nicer or like being able to grab tickets to a baseball game and like you just want to feed everyone really quickly before you go do that. Yeah. Or even just push it because a lot of times during the school year, you know, there even if you still have bedtimes, there's also homework. It also gets dark later. Soccer practice. Right. Like there's so much going on. So just the fact that it stays light later, like if this means for you, you can get home at 530 or 6 and instead of feeling like you cannot even take a breath before you have to cook dinner, like maybe in the summer you can just because like you don't have to worry about the homework and your kid was active in camp all day. So you can turn on the TV and you could just sit outside with a cup of tea or a glass of wine and take a breather for 10 minutes and then still know that you can whip together a quick dinner really easily and quickly. That's going to be so delicious. That's going to be so delicious. So before we get into it, though, before we get into actual meal ideas, I want to invite everyone to our new and improved Didn't I Just Feed You listeners community. Free members are getting access to more than ever before, including recipes, printables, shopping lists, our favorite to like our favorite side quest stores is what I keep calling like Trader I, Joe's Costco. It makes me so happy every time you say it. <laughs> and you guys, you also get even more of us. So there's still the bonus episodes. That's huge. But we're bringing back regular live events. We're going to be in there way more, not just commenting, available to answer questions on the fly in real time. We have swag that you can't get anywhere else. You want in on this goodness. So go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Stacey, you probably could guess this already, but my list starts with grilled things. Yeah, let's do it. I think the grill is a great way to keep things simple and fast and easy in the summer. Yes. And I think this is really true if you have a gas grill, too. Like, if you have to light charcoal, this might be more like Friday, Saturday, Sunday cooking, but still, like, easy so you can do all the fun things, go to the pool, et cetera, during the day. I think there's sort of, like, a formula. It involves special bread, obviously. Love special <laughs> Which bread. Which you can grill. But, like, I think you can do a protein and, like, some delicious sauce and, like, a couple of veg things that you grill together. And maybe they also get their the sauce or they get, like, their own separate sauce. Maybe. Does that sound weird? No. Here are some things we do a lot. We do pork chops, which I recently learned you you don't grill pork chops maybe as much as I do. But I like, don't need, we just don't need pork chops very much. Why? I don't know why we do. I think Brian loves them. And so when they're like on sale and like if you get the thin ones, you can quick them, cook them quickly. The only pork chops I make regularly is like a Vietnamese style. Okay. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Amsam, if you can splurge on their marinades, can make Vietnamese style pork chops a five ingredient meal. Okay. So already a hot tip. I tend to just dry brine them with brown sugar and salt, like either the night before or a couple hours before, if I remember. And then we do like a lot of zucchini and red onion. I'll just salt that, like do salt and olive oil for grilling that and then put like garlic chili paste on our servings of those. And then special bread. And like that's the whole meal. Delicious. Love it. Same thing, chicken thighs, and we do like barbecue sauce on them, grilled corn on the cob, grilled peaches, and I'll do like a little sauce of pepper jelly and like a little white wine and butter if I'm feeling fancy. I think this might put me over five ingredients, but that (laughs) sauce works. But you don't need it on grilled peaches. You don't need it. (laughs) You don't need it. Okay, this is my like my son's most favorite garlic butter, grilled shrimp. 
that child, he could eat his own like frozen bag of shrimp, like, you know, the 24 ouncer, but you can get fresh shrimp like we do on vacation. And then I like to do blistered snap peas. And my friend Bailey did this with green beans recently and I love it and I'm stealing it. A little bit of fish sauce, soy sauce, brown sugar, and to make like a little glaze for the snap peas. So good. Yum. Again, special bread. And if you were up for it and or if you're up for it, like you could serve that over rice. Love it. You could use from frozen rice. I wish Oliver ate shrimp. Yeah. We just don't eat shrimp very much. He just won't eat it. What about salmon? He won't eat salmon. Isaac will eat salmon. Then he likes he likes white fish. He tried swordfish recently again and he was like, nope. No. Nope. So okay. it's a bummer. I was going to suggest salmon as my next thing. Good. Do it. Yeah. But maybe it's worse Most for other people. people. Yeah. You can do like miso paste and maple syrup on top. Or like you said, you can do the omsum. They basically have a, is it miso yuzu? Yes. Variation that's really good. And I'll do that with either halved fingerling potatoes or just those like teeny tiny petite Yukon gold potatoes and do then like a simple, super simple like greens and a dressing from like a store-bought dressing as a side special bread. I think that's definitely over five ingredients, but super simple and so delicious. What else do you do on the grill? Uh, hamburgers. <laughs> we do a lot of hamburgers. But wait, does that count as five ingredients? Because I want like all the things on my hamburger. Well, okay. So let's see. The burger meat and the buns, tomato and lettuce. And then condiments. Are we going to really count condiments as part of the ingredients? I don't you think said so. Mayo, in, mustard. I did. Okay. This, I did. This. But I feel like fair. when it's integral, I think, I think when it's integral to the recipe, like we're saying, you're going to marinate something in mayo and mustard. But when you're just putting it out for people to top their burgers, I'm going to say no. Okay. So, and then you still need a uh, veg, like any grilled veg. Hot dogs definitely work. Yes. I just said like the kids don't like fish, but I really love swordfish. So it swordfish over pasta, then Oliver just eats the pasta, but that's going to push it over five ingredients. So I like swordfish, just salt and pepper on it, grill it, and then top it with a combination of, and this can go over five ingredients or doesn't have to, like olive oil, parsley, capers, vinegar. You can add chopped olives if you have it around and you want to do that. And then the fryer peppers, the summer, the thin mm. green fryer peppers, grill those and just have that. Like you put the oil caper vinegar thing over the swordfish and the grilled peppers all together. And then you can add special bread if you want. But I love that meal. It's really easy and really delicious. It sounds so good. I sometimes grill pizza. I don't do it often, but it is one of my favorite ways. Like, Usually when I make pizza at home, it's grilled pizza. I don't know why. I find it very satisfying to do. Because it gets hot enough. You know, like how people use like pizza stones or like pizza steels in their home oven and they're like cranking it up to 500 degrees. And you hear those people who are like, I dismantled my oven lock so that I can put it on cleaning (laughs) and it gets to 750 degrees Fahrenheit so I can have like charred Roberta style like wood fire pizza. I'm like. Yeah. Do you not own not- a grill? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so satisfying to put the dough on and like immediately it starts to cook immediately and then you just yes. flip it and top it and close it and it happens so fast and deliciously. 
So that's another thing that I grill that's really simple. And then steaks. We do a lot of skirt steak. My kids love steaks. Mm -hmm. And just to keep it affordable, they could eat steak like every other day. But you can do really simple steaks with herb butter, just like mash together some garlic, butter, and parsley, and then put it on top and then grill your steak and your veggie, asparagus, zucchini, eggplant, and the herb butter will just like slather over everything. Or butter for life. Or butter for life. Or steak with chimichurri on the side. So again, steak, some veggie, and then I'm just making a chimichurri. It's a lot like what I put on the swordfish. Um, And you can kind of expand or contract what you include in your chimichurri, depending on like how many ingredients you have. But that's really easy. Or like rubbing the steak with some like Chili pepper, salt, pepper, maybe chipotle powder, you know, something that has a Mexican or Tex-Mex flavor profile, and then tucking that into tortillas with sliced avocado and then corn on the cob. That's another, like, go-to, quick, easy grill meal. You saying pizza also made me think you're probably using store-bought dough, but, like, you could also make those, like, pita or non-style flatbread pizzas. Oh, yeah, totes. On totally. the grill. And then that's even faster. Mm-hmm. And the benefit of that is, like, everyone gets their own. You can pull out, like, leftover things and, like, some mozzarella or do, like, mozzarella and sliced tomatoes and just, like, everybody can have as many as they want. And I bet you could put that meal together in, like, under 10 minutes. Totally. Love it. And, you know, here's another thing with pizza. You guys, to keep it simple, like to grill a pizza, it it is really easy and fast, but you do have to kind of stand there. It's not like you can put it on and then go inside and chop up some veggies and then come back. So put arugula on top of it. Done. There's (laughs) There's your your veggie. It's the time for like sliced peaches or a juicy watermelon as the side. Like that is all. And I have been recently topping my pizza with salad. So even getting pre-chopped iceberg and then like cut up a little tomato and put a little red wine vinegar, good olive oil, and then pile that on top of your pizza and eat it like that. It's delicious too. That makes me want like um, a salami forward pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like almost Mm. like grinder vibes or like some hot peppers. Yes. Okay. Twenty twenty four is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinner time overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter Butcherbox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At Butcherbox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of one hundred percent grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised crate free, and wild caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. 
As our resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Homethreads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. You mentioned... Slow cooking, kind of. Well, you were like saying the grill's not when you're grilling pizza. So we should talk about slow cooker meals because I love slow cooker meals. You love slow cooker meals. Yeah, we have recently reheated our summer solutions on slow cooker meals. And like you can make like the protein or the base in the slow cooker while you're like out doing fun things and then come home and like make sandwiches. So I love chicken breasts. That's like one of my go-tos, like chicken breasts and barbecue sauce. And then you buy buns and a pre-made slaw and you serve like potato chips and cucumber wedges on the side. Yes. Um, You mentioned tacos already, but like chicken plus a can of salsa in the slow cooker and then serve with tortillas. You can make a corn salsa and avocado or even just like chopped fresh corn and avocado tossed together. I'm going to say something that's adding an ingredient, though, so I don't know if it'll work out for people. I know salsa plus chicken is like a go-to dump meal. I hate that term so much. (laughs) Dump dinner. Dump dinner, whatever. Or dump desserts because we like the alliteration. I guess. (laughs) Dump. It's just so terrible. Anyway, I've recently found that I had canned enchilada sauce and I used the leftover because I used two cans, but I didn't. I bought two cans, but I only used one and a half. I feel like enchilada sauce clings better to the chicken and like has a little bit more body. So it gives a little bit more flavor than salsa. And I'm just going to say it. Every time I use salsa with chicken, it's like too watery. And then, okay. you know, the chicken's also giving off a lot of water and it just becomes a little too liquidy for me. So I'm going to call it enchilada chicken from now on. But then I'm going to use it in tacos and then I'll top it with salsa. I thought you were going to say like, oh, I want to add some lime juice because sometimes I find oh, the, at the flavor. Oh, at the end, for sure. Yeah. Flat. Like all the spicy nuance of the salsa. Totally. Goes away. It does. And it's just, but the wateriness is what gets me. 
Anyway, mm, we, we were can gonna move, spend on. Small talking move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Okay, listen, this is like maybe a weird-ish southern thing. Ribs in the slow cooker, and you use like cola as the cooking liquid. Either like Dr. Pepper or Coca-Cola are very popular. So then they like cook and they're tender, and then you finish them on the grill with like barbecue sauce. And for that, I might shortcut and do like some store-bought potato salad or coleslaw. As I love side. it. I think that's great. I've done slow cooker ribs. I did them more with the Asian-style barbecue sauce, but I think that works. I love it. I can't believe you didn't mention pork butt. <laughs> oh, shoulder. I wasn't there yet. Pork okay. shoulder, for sure. Carnitas, forever and ever. We don't do pork chops, but we love pulled pork. Um, so carnita style, we have a recipe that's so easy um, that, that you can do in your stovetop or in your slow cooker or just like pulled pork jar of barbecue sauce. Yes. And call it a day. And you said, did you say Instant Pot? A lot of these things you could yes. also do in the Instant Pot. If you like come home and you're like, oh, shoot, we didn't have a meal plan, but you could do that and then like prep all the other things. Very yeah. quick cooking. Also, summer soups. <laughs> why I'm you said the this one. in the slow cooker episode I know. okay i don't know why i'm the one who always has to bring up soup i mean i sell me your weight for simple and delicious <laughs> i think i need you to expand on this please okay well i don't really know i haven't thought this through so maybe let's not spend this much time if i mentioned it in the slow cooker episode people can go back and listen but can you do, let's think this through really quick. Can you do a summer chowder, like corn chowder with five ingredients? Mm, you could pr- get pretty close. You know what you could do is you could make butter bath corn one night. Yes. And then use the butter bath and leftover corn and make like a corn chowder. Yeah. And then that gives you a little I'm more room into it. for like some herbs. Okay. I, I'm there. Okay. But there's just gazpacho. Gazpacho, five ingredient gazpacho. I think that you can. I think it's a. Is it a little bit hard? It's kind of gazpacho is a little bit time consuming. No one talks about it. Yeah. So I don't like. Even if you can, I don't know if I would go there for this episode. Anyway, I don't know. Just like putting a couple of ingredients, like light chicken soups for me, work in the summer. You know, I don't mind that. Like a. You put in some store-bought chicken broth, or maybe you have some in your freezer. You have some rotisserie chicken you put in there, chop up some veggies, and then like tortilla chips or something, or like canned hominy, you know, and some, and then, mm. I don't know, like serve that it with a little bit of fresh jalapeno. Yeah, yes. exactly. Like something yes. like that. Just okay, a thought. I'm sold. You are okay. now like the soup sister of our team. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. It's so weird. All right. Anything okay. else that comes to mind for slow cooker? No. The My next like internal category is just like the dead simple <laughs> stuff. Internal category. I like that term. Because I don't know if we're aligned or like you think okay. if you have other other any other specific categories would you like are there sheet pan meals you want to recommend listen i think let's just like quick fire it you know what i mean like i don't think people need to know but like this is stuff that you can just like throw together whether it's like quickly in the oven or on the stovetop it is not my family's favorite but like at least once in the summer i need to have like a fresh tomato sauce pasta where you like yes grate a tomato and then maybe chop a tomato and just do like angel hair some fresh garlic and sometimes I like to do don't get mad here sometimes I do like zucchini noodles in there like as the veg and then just like 
an absolute mountain of Parmesan cheese on it. I love that. I don't have a problem with zucchini noodles if they're tossed with regular. Yeah. Well. And cooked along with it. Like yeah. not I'm not trying to replace any of the spaghetti. Yeah. It's like just an addition. Yeah. Stovetop mac and cheese with peas. Heard. Yes. Or like summer, like sliced tomato on the side. I don't know. Like it's just so easy. And it's yummy. Shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi is a big one in our house, actually. Yeah. We like eat a lot of it. Uh, we don't only because of Oliver or I have to like make a whole like thing of pasta. But it is so good. That's when Ella has a microwave mac and cheese cup. Okay, there you go. I mean, that's probably what I should do, <laughs> like honestly. Three of the, the rest four of, us of us love it. Enjoy it so much. Yeah, totally. And beautiful, beautiful in summer. Yes. You know, with like a nice, simple summer veg on the side, or you can take asparagus or peas and like toss them into the scampi itself. Okay. Yes. I guess this is mac and cheese ish. I don't know. Lemon, creamy lemon pasta. Kind of, but I think that's different. You are taking advantage of summer produce here, so I appreciate that. Yeah. What else? I just want to shout out grilled cheeses, but like specifically a caprese grilled cheese or doing it like open-faced as like a melt. Yum. Like some fresh pesto or maybe store-bought pesto since fresh pesto might take us over our ingredient cap. And like melty cheese and like just a good tomato. Same for tomato toast. Oh, I like, I need to eat toast. that at least six times every summer. Tortellini is a great pasta to buy that has more to it than just pasta. <laughs> so, honestly, just tortellini with butter and peas, my family loves. But in the summer, I like, you mentioned like a grinder style salad. But if you just make a vinaigrette, and I guess maybe now that would push us over, but if we just count the vinaigrette as one thing, maybe you've made that in the beginning of the week, and then tortellini, red onion, some chopped salami, some cherry tomatoes, it's delicious. Maybe add a little mozzarella too. But that kind of vibe in that salad, I love all summer long. That's a huge hit in our house too. Can we talk about barbecue chicken pizza? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I don't know why I'm so hot for barbecue chicken. So wait, a pizza, roti- but like dough, rotisserie chicken, barbecue sauce, red onion, mozzarella cheese. Five. But wait, I was gonna go French bread pizza Ooh. style. So you don't even have to deal with pizza dough. Okay. And then all the other things: rotisserie chicken, barbecue sauce, cheese. Red onion, maybe some cilantro. Maybe. That gets you to six. But I like it even without the cilantro. I just thought it would be easy. I haven't done it yet. I my fantasize. It's on my list. so happy with love, love, love. This might sound weird, but there is a recipe from a million years ago when Oliver would eat fish more that everybody really liked. I think it's from Martha Stewart. I think it called for tilapia, but we don't eat tilapia anymore. So like any kind of white fish fillet, boneless fish fillet that you like, like flounder or whatever, you cover one side with mayo. Fairly thin, but like cover it. Like you're not just doing a schmear. You're actually covering it. And then you take chives, parsley, and like, I don't know, one other fresh herb that you like, maybe cilantro, and chop it up. And then cover the mayo with the fresh herbs. Like you're packing it on, right? So you're covering the mayo with all these chopped fresh herbs and broil it. That's it. So that's three ingredients. Then add a simple veg. Yeah. I feel like you've mentioned that in like season one of Didn't I Just Feed You? And we haven't heard about it since. Yeah. It's a really good, simple, simple one. Yes. 
This is maybe not for my family, but I know people really love it. This like caramelized onion, fresh fig, and you buy like the store-bought ravioli and then maybe you like add some goat cheese or some borsan at this the end. It sounds like a Trader Joe meal. I think it is Trader Joe's inspired. I like it. We didn't mention tostadas, but I feel like we should. We always do. Because <laughs> they it's always like come the back. tostada show, drained black beans. Maybe you season them with like your favorite taco seasoning and then you do like chopped tomato and avocado on top. Yum. Done. So good. One of the all-time great few ingredient dinners. Yes. You mentioned sheet pans earlier. What I about did. like sausage and white beans and broccoli? That'd be brilliant. Something like that. Also, sheet pan sausage and kraut. We have a sheet pan sausage and cabbage. That feels a little bit, to me, kraut feels a little more summery, probably because I have a summer hot dog connection mm-hmm. in my brain and kraut fits with hot dogs. But either way, and then we have this really easy mustard sauce, like take a little mustard, take a little sour cream, like shake it up and pour it on top. Yeah, it might barely, it might be six ingredients. It might be, yeah. But But it's so good. It's very delicious. Okay, are we at pretzel chicken? Can we evaluate? Does it fit into our five ingredients before we leave Uh, our community? Okay, so chicken breast, one. Salt and pepper, you're not going to count. I would dredge in flour, ideally. Let's walk through the ideal. Flour counts as a Oh, we're not counting flour. Right, okay, so we're dredging in flour. Then eggs, so we're going to count that because you have to buy the eggs. You probably have them, but whatever. And then uh, (laughs) crushed pretzels. Okay. Then you have to cook it in oil or bake it. But that doesn't count. That doesn't count. You bake it. So what? We're at like three or four? Yeah, not too bad. You have room to do like some peaches and tomatoes as a side or an arugula salad of some kind. I love it. Oh, my gosh. This is so fun. I am going to make so many of these in the coming weeks. I know. It's really helpful. I mean, nothing here is super groundbreaking, but there's something as much as we're all just dying for the simplest, simplest dinners, somehow they're often the easiest ones to fall out of our brains. Like, you know, the right. mayo fish thing, you know, like it. maybe it's because we just think like, I'll remember this. This is easy. I'm going to do it again. And then you do it for a while and then it just falls off. So this is just such a fantastic list and great, like a great way to like jog our memory. I yeah. like want this to live in one place. One day it might. One day. All right. We should. We should. We've talked about it for a long time. And now that we have the new community really up and running, it's time to start adding not only to those shopping lists, but also to just like ideal lists. Like these are the ideas when you like can't think of what to feed your family, like back pocket meals. And then also some things that are planned. Like if you shopped for six of these, then you wouldn't have to worry about meals for a whole week. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, let's start by taking this to our community and asking them about their favorite five ingredient dinners, especially if they're good good for summer. So we hope that you've joined us there. If not, you can join us for free at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Or if you want bonus episodes, tons of other goodies, including an ad-free stream of these regular episodes, you want to join our supporting community and you'll find all the details for that there as well follow us on Instagram where we are at didn't I just feed you and we are sharing so much more than ever before a huge thank you to our producer Samantha Gatsik I'm Megan 
And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next time. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review. 